Shalom. This is Rabbi Ben Newman. Today is day 328 of my daily Zohar reading. I'll be reading today part one of the Zohar, page 179b in Aramaic and in English. I just want to let people know that this is the second um, day that we are in Pasha Vayeshev. Uh, we began it yesterday um, in the middle of the page in the middle of page 179a um, and now we are mm, about a half a page into uh, Parshat Vayeshev so with that I'm going to begin I don't know, maybe back up a little bit I'm looking now on page 85 of the Pritzker edition Zohar volume 3 translated by Professor Daniel Matt. I'm going to look at the third paragraph. I'll read this in the English, and then when I get to where I left off yesterday, I'll pick up with the Aramaic. We've established what is written. Better a poor and wise child than an old and foolish king who no longer knows how to heed warning. Ecclesiastes 4.13 Better a child... The good impulse, who is a child just recently with a person, accompanying him only from the age of thirteen, as has been said. Then a king, the evil impulse, who is called king, ruling over humanity in the world. Old and foolish, for he is surely old, as already established, since as soon as a person is born, emerging into the atmosphere, he accompanies that person. So he is an old and foolish king. That's where I left off yesterday. I'm going to pick up today where it says, Asher lo od. And in English, who no longer knows. Asher lo od. Sorry. Yeah, od. Lahazhir lo ketiv, ela lehizahir. Begin the Ihu Chesil, where Alea Mar Shlomo, where Haksil Bachoshech Holech, the Ha Susita de Hoshech Ka Atia, the late Lain Horal Almin. Rabbi Shimon Amar Tahaze Tov Miskain Vacham. Man yelled, Ha ukmuha, ve it mal. Aval tov yelled, Hadao dirtiv, naal haiti gamzakanti, Vedahu naal de iu yelled, miskain, de late lay, me garme clum. Where my ikle naal? Begin de it lay, chadatu de sihala, mit chadsha tadir, tadir ihu naal, miskain, kemad amran. Vechacham begin de chochma shal yabei, mi melech zakin dahu yeter hara kemadit mal. Deha min yoma dehava la nafak mi mesavute la almin, ve ihu chesil. Dehol orhoi inun bishin, ve azil vesate livene nasha, ve la yada le iz dahara. Ve ihu ate in balnash be tiskufin la asta alon me orach tava la orach bisha. Who no longer knows lehiza hair to heed warning. It is not written lehaz here to give warning, but rather lehiza hair to hear warning. 
because he is a fool of whom Solomon said, the fool walks in darkness. Ecclesiastes 2.4 For he issues from dregs of darkness, deprived of light forever. Rabbi Shimon said, Come and see better a poor and wise child. Who is a child? This has been established and explained, however. Better a child, as is written, I was a youth and now I am old. Psalms 37.25 This is the youth who is a poor child, possessing nothing at all of his own. Why is he called youth? Because he is renewed, for the moon renews herself constantly, and he is constantly youthful, poor, as we have said, and wise, because wisdom dwells within him. Then an old king, the evil impulse, as has been said, for since the first day he existed, he has never escaped his defilement, and he is foolish, all his ways evil, leading humans astray, not knowing how to heed warning. He sidles up to people with ploys, luring them from the good way to the evil. Footnote number six, it is not written Lehazir, but rather Lehizahir. Obviously, the evil impulse who tempts humans does not know how to warn them of the consequences of sin, but neither does he know how to heed warning, how to guard himself from being vanquished by the good impulse. Rabbi Chia is apparently playing with the homonymous root, Zion Hei Reish, to shine. The evil impulse can illumine neither others nor himself, He walks in dark, for he walks in darkness. Footnote number seven, dregs of darkness. Evil derives from the dregs of the sphira of Din, which is symbolized by darkness. The word susita is a variant of the Zoharic neologism suspita, dregs, scoria, slag, apparently based on Aramaic kuspa, pomus, husk, residue. Footnote 8, I was a youth and now I am old. The verse continues, and I have never seen a righteous man forsaken or his seed begging bread. According to rabbinic tradition, this verse is uttered by Metatron, chief angel and prince of the world. He is also known as Na'ar, youth, lad, heavenly servant. See Yavamot 16b, Rabbi Shmuel, son of Nachmani, said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, This verse was uttered by the prince of the world. I, am, I was a youth and now I am old. Who said it? If you suggest it was the Blessed Holy One, does old age pertain to him? So David must have said it, but was he so old? Rather, you must conclude that the prince of the world uttered it. Footnote number nine, possessing nothing at all of his own. Metatron shares this designation of Shekhinah. Both are empty or poor until filled from above. Metatron depends entirely upon Shekhinah, while she too has nothing of her own, but absorbs and reflects the light of Tiferet and the entire array of higher Sfirot as the moon reflects the sun. But Metatron and Shekhinah are not simply parallel. Shekhinah manifests as Metatron. Interesting. On the identification of Metatron with Shekhinah, see Sholem, Origins of Kabbalah, 187, Wolfson through a speculum that shines, 256, 256 Mopsic, 3, 38-39, Note 10, and several other places. The expression, late le migarme klum, literally he has nothing at all of his own, is a masculine version of the description of Shekhinah, late la migarma klum, she has nothing at all of her own, a phrase appearing frequently in the Zohar and derived from a description of the moon by medieval astronomers. Footnote 10, moon renews herself constantly and he is constantly youthful. The moon symbolizes Shekhinah who clothes herself in Metatron, renewing both herself and him. 
Footnote 11. Wisdom dwells within him. Shekhinah, known as lower wisdom, dwells within Metatron. Footnote number 12. He has never escaped his defilement. The evil impulse is an old king, eternally impure. Come and see, this is why he hastens to be with a person from the day he is born so that he will trust him and consider and considers him a burden 
Similarly, we have learned who is cunningly wicked, one who pleads his case in front of the judge before the other party arrives, as is said, the first to plead his case seems right. Proverbs 18.17 Similarly, this cunning wicked one, as is said, the serpent was cunning. Genesis 3.1 He arrives first, dwelling with a person before his counterpart comes to rest upon him. Since he appears first, pleading his case with him, when his counterpart, the good impulse, arrives, the person finds him obnoxious and cannot raise his head, as if he loaded on his shoulders all the burdens of the world because of that cunning wicked one who reached him first concerning this psalm and said the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heeded ecclesiastes nine sixteen because the other anticipated him so whoever accepts a person's words before his counterpart arrives acts as if he accepts belief in another false god rather till the other comes and examines him and that's from Proverbs eighteen seventeen. This is the way of the righteous, for a righteous person does not believe that cunningly wicked evil impulse before his counterpart, the good impulse, arrives. Because of this, people stumble in the world to come. However, one who is righteous in awe of his Lord endures many afflictions in this world so as not to trust and consort with that evil impulse. And the Blessed Holy One delivers him from them all, as is written, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but Yudhe delivers him from them all. It is not written, many are ra'ot le tzaddik, the afflictions, the afflictions for the righteous, but rather tzaddik, of the righteous, because the Blessed Holy One, Itra'e, delights in that human being and delivers him from everything in this world and in the world that is coming. Happy is his share. Footnote 13, so that he will trust him, so that the human will trust this impulse. Footnote 14, who is cunningly wicked, one who pleads, a paraphrase, a paraphrase of rabbinic teaching found in Sota 21b, Tanhuma Mishpatim 6. Footnote 15, this cunning, wicked one, the evil impulse. Footnote 16, before his counterpart comes to rest upon him, before the good impulse enters the person at 13. Footnote 17, the prior advice of the evil impulse makes the subsequent advice of the good impulse seem burdensome, burdensome and repulsive. Footnote 18, the poor man's wisdom, the advice of the good inclination. Footnote 19, before his counterpart arrives, before the other party appears. Footnote 20, as if he accepts belief in another false god, listening to only one side of a dispute resembles listening to the advice of the evil impulse, identified with idolatry and the demonic other, quote-unquote. Footnote 21, stumble in the world to come, they fail to merit entry into the world of bliss, or they stumble into hell. Footnote 22, endures many afflictions in withstanding temptation. Footnote number 24, it is not written for the righteous. This alternative reading would imply that suffering is or will be inflicted from outside, intended for the righteous. The point of the verse, however, according to Rabbi Shimon, is that the suffering is intrinsically of the righteous, who withstands the temptations of the evil impulse by enduring its afflictions and avoiding its traps. He merits God's delight and deliverance. Tachaze Kamabishin Avru Ale de Yaakov, Begin de la Yit Dabak Berahu Yetzerara, Vegit Rachak Mi Hulake, Uvegin Kach Savil Kamabishin Vela Shakit, Patach Vermal Lo Shalavti Velo Shakati Velo Nachti Vyavo Rogez. Tachaze kama bishin savlin sadikaya behai alma bishin al bishin ke avin al ke avin begin 
למזקלון לעלמא דעתי, יעקב כמה סביר בישין על בישין תדיר כמדעת אמר, לא שלבתי בבית, בבית, בביתה דלבן, ולא יכילנה לאשתזבה מיניה, ולא שקטתי מעשיו. ההוא צערה דציער לי ההוא ממנה דילי, ולבטר דחילו דעשיו, ולא נחתי מדינה ומשכם, ויבוא רוגז דא רוגזה ועירבוביה דיוסף דאיהו קשיא מכולם, ומגו רחימו דיעקב לגבי דיוסף, ואיהו רזה דברית על במצרים בגין דלבטר כתיב ואזכור את בריתי לאשתככה שכינתה תמן בהדי וישב יעקב בארץ מגורי אביו בארץ כנען Come and see how many afflictions befell Jacob in his effort not to cling to that evil impulse, to keep it away from his portion. Because of that he suffered numerous ills and had no peace. He opened, saying, I had no ease, no quiet, no rest, and turmoil came. Job 3.26, come and see how many afflictions the righteous endure in this world, affliction after affliction, pain upon pain, to render them worthy of the world that is coming. How Jacob suffered, affliction upon affliction constantly, as is said. I had no ease in the house of Laban, from whom I could not be rescued, no quiet from Esau, that suffering inflicted on me by his prince, and later the fear of Esau himself, to rest on account of Dina and Shechem, and turmoil came, the turmoil and confusion of Joseph, most severe of them all. Out of Jacob's love for Joseph, mystery of covenant, he entered Egypt, for later it is written, I have remembered my covenant, Exodus 9.15, so that Shechinah would be present there with him. Footnote number 25, how Jacob suffered. The following interpretation of the verse from Job derives with variation from Bereshit Rabbah 84.3. See also Zohar part 1216b. Footnote 26, in the house of Laban, from whom I could not be rescued. Finally, Jacob fled from Laban. Footnote number 27, suffering inflicted on me by his prince, by Samael, chief demon and heavenly prince of Esau, According to Midrash and Zohar, he is identified with the nameless being who wrestled with Jacob. Footnote 29, Dina and Shechem, Shechem's rape of Dina. Footnote 30, turmoil and confusion of Joseph, Joseph's being sold into slavery by his brothers. Footnote 31, out of Jacob's love for Joseph, Jacob, who symbolizes Tiferet, went down to Egypt to join Joseph, who symbolizes the covenant of circumcision and the divine phallus Yesod. Together, these two sefirot unite with Shekhinah. The hidden purpose behind Jacob's descent was to consummate the union with Shekhinah, ensuring that she would be there with him, in other words, with Joseph, embodiment of the covenant, and then with all the Israelites. On the divine purpose behind Joseph's descent to Egypt, see Genesis 50-20, on the role of Shekhinah in exile, see Megillah 29a, quote, Rabbi Shimon, son of Yochai, says, Come and see how beloved are Israel in the sight of the Blessed Holy One. Wherever they went in exile, Shekhinah accompanied them. When they were exiled to Egypt, Shekhinah was with them. When they were exiled to Babylon, Shekhinah was with them. And even when they are destined to be redeemed, Shekhinah will be with them. That's it for today's reading.
catch you all tomorrow. Take care.